Today is April 4th, 2018, and this is the 33rd MRE podcast. Great to be back. Great to be back doing this. And a little different setup today for those watching on YouTube.、Um, I think I was just getting a little tired standing up and recording and things like that. And so I think from here on out, I'm gonna be sitting. Uh, but don't worry, I will be doing my exercise in other ways. But、um, last week was wonderful to start the Good Friday and Easter weekend uh, with uh, reading through the book of Philippians. So if you haven't heard that episode、uh, where we live stream just reading through the whole book、uh, on Friday mornings, and so you know, that'd be, that'd be great. For you to check in because this week we're gonna be looking into the book of Philippians, especially chapter four. And on Monday, Easter Monday,、uh, I did something different, something that I recorded over the weekend、uh, and shared a song with you guys, something I recorded playing guitar.、Uh, I know I like to do that here and there, and so hopefully that was a blessing to you. Just praising our Father and Son. But other than that, let's jump into today's passage, which is Philippians chapter 4,、uh, verse 4 through 9. Just、uh, five verses that we're going to look at. So, Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through 9. So, let's look into that together. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commandable, if there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What do you do when you're anxious about something? When you're worried about something? When it's hard to rejoice? When it's hard for you to even sense the peace of God? What do you do? You know, today's text actually speaks about what you should do、uh, when you're in that season, in that circumstance, in that situation where there's anxiety in your heart, where there is、uh, thoughts are not just healthy for your mental state. You know, what do you do in those moments? And often, I think this verse、um, or this passage is so taken out of context and put in a way that it's、um, actually, yeah, it's not right. And so, something that I have noticed 
uh, this time, uh, even though it's a familiar passage, something I notice is, is that it doesn't say that the peace of God will be with you when you pray those things, when you pray and uh, make supplication or petition with thanksgiving uh, and you let requests be known to God. It doesn't say that actually you're just going to sense this peace right away. Um, but rather, it says that in verse 7, the peace of God, and it describes what that peace is. It says, which surpasses all understanding, right? This is what we want. It doesn't say it will be with us, but what it, what does it say actually in verse 7? It says, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so this is where I want to kind of expound on what this peace of God is. It's not uh, what the world offers. I think when we hear the word peace, often we immediately think about tranquility or think about um, a sense of nothingness, uh, a, a meditation of some sort where it's just silent and you feel that there are no worries, there are no uh, anxiety, and there are just nothingness of like pure relaxation or something. That's not what it says, right? It doesn't say that when you pray and make petition with thanksgiving and make requests known to God, it does not say that you're going to have that. But it says it will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So what does that mean? It really means that it's going to protect your hearts and minds from wandering away from the truth and away from Christ Jesus. That it's not about a sense of just nothingness, but rather it's going to guard your hearts and your minds, meaning your hearts is who you are, your whole being, and your mind, your thoughts, to be fixated on Christ Jesus. In other words, that your hope, your faith, no matter what the situation is, Instead of fixing on the problem, it's going to turn your eyes to Jesus. And not that the situation, the circumstance, the season is solved. It's not an escape. Rather, even in that moment, even in that moment, you're able to have hope. You're able to still trust in the Lord. You're able to have joy because you know that at the end of the day, that God is good and that Jesus is uh, active and living and taking care of the situation. So in that sense, verse 4, rejoice, again, in the Lord, right? Not just rejoice um, at certain things. No, rejoice in the Lord, the sphere, the whole, whole holistic life of Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. That Now, that is possible even as you grieve, even as you um, are, even in your sorrows, that you're able to rejoice because your trust and your hope is in the Lord. So, it, I, I thought it was so interesting that that's what it says in Philippians. It will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 
But if you go on, it says in verse 8 and 9 though, what you have learned and received, verse 9, and heard and seen in me, practice these things. What are those things? Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commandable, whatever there is any excellence, if there's any worthy of praise, think about these things. But then also he says, practice, practice these things. And here's the promise that comes, the future tense, the God of peace, which transcends all understanding. It's far greater and higher than what we can imagine or think. The God of peace will be with you. So, now it says it will be with you. It doesn't say it will guard your hearts and your minds. See, as we pray with thanksgiving, as we give petition with thanksgiving, and we make our request known to God, and then we pursue, we take steps of obedience and practice whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, what is pure, whatever is lovely, what is commendable, all these things that Paul has been speaking to the Philippians about, which again is rooted in chapter 2 in the humility of Christ Jesus to practice as uh, Jesus, to humble as he humbled himself, God of peace will be with us. And I love that. I love that when we take steps of obedience, even in the mundane task, day by day, the peace of God now, the presence of God, uh, the knowledge of God, the wisdom of God, um, the expansion of his kingdom of God will be with us when we practice these things and so i thought man that is so rich that it's not just we close our eyes and pray and that's it no that guards our hearts our minds in christ jesus and then when we move forward in that truth in that in those promises that the god of peace the kingdom of god in other way another uh, meaning of that will be with us isn't that wonderful so again, my question to you this, this day is, how are you responding to your anxieties? How are you responding to your worries? What are ways that you're taking time to pray through those things uh, with thanksgiving? And then what are ways that you're then after that taking steps of obedience to practice those things? Um, that you're experiencing uh, God of peace guarding your heart and then that you're also experiencing the God of peace uh, in your life and moving forward with you. So that's my question to you. And with that, let me close us in prayer. Father, we are so grateful that your grace is enough and that it is sufficient and that you draw us to commune with you in prayer. And then you, uh, as we draw near to you and receive from you, you send us out to practice these things, to experience your peace, your comfort, your joy, and to truly experience that you're a living God, 
So help us to not just stop at guarding our hearts and minds. But Lord, help us to move forward step by step in your presence as we take steps of uh, obedience and faith. So God, be with us. We love you. We thank you. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wednesday. It's it's still cold in Chicago. Actually, I woke up and there was snow outside. And it was a little sad. But I said, Lord, please, please bring spring in Chicago so that it's going to be warmer. And I know that weather uh, deeply affects our mood. But other than that, I hope and pray that all of you are having a fantastic week. And this coming Friday, join us uh, for a live stream. We're going to be reading the book of Colossians. Colossians is a great book. It has a lot of similarities to Ephesians. um, And so there's going to be a lot of good things in there. So join us for that at 11 a.m. I might be delayed by 10 minutes or 5 minutes or so, but uh, I'm trying to still figure out how to integrate some of the cool things that we have. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, thank you for joining, tuning in, and I'll see you guys hopefully on Friday at 11 a.m. for live stream reading Colossians. Bye-bye. I couldn't do it. It's too far. Yeah.